So Bill de Blasio is being challenged by a little-known member of a, the State Assembly from Staten Island and a guy whose main talent seems to be the ability to shout everything. How do we get to this point? Unfortunately, we don't have any legitimate Democratic challengers because after de Blasio was sort of cleared on any misdoings uh, with, you know, sort of the financial uh, investigations that happened, there were some really legitimate Democrats that decided to wait. And so we know that 2021 will be the most exciting time in New York City that we've seen in a very long time because it'll be an open seat. Um, and that's when we'll probably see, like, you know, Scott Stringer, Ruben Diaz, Tish James, depending on where Puerto Rico is, and Melissa Mark Viverito. I mean, it could be so many really dynamic people who jump in to say nothing about you know, some borough presidents and uh, other city council members and possibly some independently wealthy people. So all of them have decided to take a backseat. You know, everyone says that this is a Democratic city and they're six to one Democrats to every Republican. But keep in mind, we haven't had a Democrat since Dinkins. We had 20 years of Republicans. And I know people say, well, Bloomberg wasn't really a Republican. It's like, well, he ran as a Republican and he supported a Republican governor. So I'm going to call him a Republican. Uh, he's a different type of Republican than Giuliani, but he's still a Republican nonetheless. So we can't take for granted that, you know, it's in the bag for de Blasio. I do think that probability wise, he's he's doing very well. But I mean, I think as November 2016 has shown us in American politics these days, anything can happen because people harbor very secret um, leanings and don't necessarily share that with their neighbors. Deedle, unfortunately, in the era of Trump, is just this loudmouth, anti-establishment candidate. And I think that some people are really attracted to that. And they, they're not thinking long-term. Like, there's the campaign phase and there's the governance phase. And there are people who are a lot more attractive in the campaigning phase because they say things in a way that seems real and genuine and they're not part of the gridlock and the deadlock and all these things that frustrate us about our American democracy. But once we get into governance, we actually need smart people. We need people who are even-tempered. We need people who you might even consider to be a bit boring. Mm -hmm. And then as far as Maliotakis is concerned, so many Republicans just don't feel like this is the time, right? I mean, de Blasio is very strong, even though his numbers don't you know, show that he's got 80% approval. He's got a pretty strong base and a pretty dedicated base, especially people of color and poor people and some whites. So Maliotakis actually isn't She's not really part of the establishment. There are lots of people in Staten Island that actually don't really support her. I mean, they will because she's a Republican, but she's kind of not one of the boys. I think she's going down that Trump or what I would call a Giuliani road, which is to try and tap into fears of white New Yorkers by saying, you know, crime is up and rape is up. And she's trying to thread this needle in a city that has quite a large population of people of color, mm -hmm. right, who will soon be a majority in this city, whether she likes it or not. And it's like, we are the safest city we've been in, like, two generations. So the whole, like, everyone's coming to mug you on the subway doesn't really resonate. The New York Times recently reported that de Blasio has about, a, I believe, a 40% lead over mm -hmm. uh, Maliotakis. If this holds true on Election Day, are there any downsides to this sort of lopsided outcome? His campaign people are still working really hard as though that lead isn't the case. Just because sometimes when your lead is so substantial, it's hard to raise money. Why would I give you $25 if you've got a 40-point lead, right? And so, of course, now my Talkis can say, I out raised him, you know, during the last quarter. Mm. So then that sort of starts to change the narrative. Also, when you're in such a huge lead, you know, there are costs to voting. If you know that he's up by 40 points and you 
we're going to vote for him, but you've also got to get your kids to daycare and all these other things and Subway's running late. Well, you can say, well, I can skip this election. What issues do you wish he was really challenged on? I've always said I really wanted him to have a more robust primary. Um, I don't think that, you know, this is coming out in the general per se, but I really want a more decisive conversation about homelessness, affordable housing, transportation, and Rikers. The system of like putting homeless people in like these hotels that are like $5,000 a month, which is more than most people are paying for rent, like that just doesn't seem smart. It's unfortunate, it's real, but it's not a problem de Blasio created, but we have to figure something out. We can't become a city of just middle class, upper middle class people. And then I know that the MTA is controlled by the governor, but unfortunately the mayor and the governor can't seem <laughs> to get along for more than five minutes. There are some things that New York City can do to assist with the infrastructure. Someone was like, they need a beer summit. I was like, no, they need a Greer summit. They need to be with my mother for five minutes and she would get to the bottom of all of that. <laughs> like, I had an older sister. We, well, I mean, we, we fought, but like my mother never knew about it because it's like, oh no, we do not need her involved. And then the last one is Rikers, you know, and I've told the mayor this several times. I was like, 10 years? So I was like, so all these great kids that you've put in pre-K, they'll be in high school by the time Rikers is closed. Like, we got to figure that out. 10 years is just ridiculous, um, especially because we know about some of the atrocities that are happening on that island. Besides the mayoral election, what other important races and issues should New Yorkers be paying attention to this coming November 7th? Well, the three provisions on the ballot are incredibly important. Many people have not been paying attention to the big con-con debate. So it's, you know, whether or not we should call a conve constitutional convention. Every 20 years, we have the option to call it. We haven't had one since 1967. Really, it's a question of, can we essentially open up the New York State Constitution and drastically alter it? So in 2017, we're voting to say whether or not we'll have a constitutional convention. If we say yes, we will, then in 2018, we'll vote for these delegates who will then get paid, and for however long it takes, they will sort of change our whole constitution. That worries some people just because, you know, Albany has some Republican and some Democratic leadership. Some people are worried because of who's in D.C. That could alter some things. Um, some people are worried that the fact that, yes, many progressive groups want it, but also many alt-right groups and like the Koch brothers and Mercer, they also want it. So it's like, well, what are they thinking about? Because they've been looking at state houses and they control uh, 32 or 33 of state houses across the country. There's another question about um, should uh, elected officials who have essentially been ousted from office or charged with a, a, a crime, should they lose their pensions? And then the last question is about environmental issues and whether or not things like 250 acres should be used for um, some sort of power lines and power grids that possibly, not definitely, but possibly need to go through this protected land. I feel like the Constitutional Convention question needs to be thought about a little bit longer and possibly some research. For people who are just interested in sort of, okay, where do I even start? I would start at GothamGazette.com.